0: Diggers, welcome to Digging Out Loud. I'm Tara and I'm Danny. So today I think we should get right into the topic because I feel like we might have a lot to talk about. So what do you think, Danny?
1: Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Um so in this episode we're going to talk about how it was to grow up as quiet kids and how that has affected the way we perceive ourselves and the way it affects our daily life to this day. So Tara, do you want to start it off?
0: Yeah, sure. So I kind of want to start off talking about Things that maybe other quiet kids can relate to. And it's about the whole labels and how it can get confusing to figure out how you are when you're labeled in a certain way while you grow up. So to kind of give a little bit of of history, maybe. So when I grew up, I was always associated with the term shy by everyone around me. So that became my identity even after I grew up, like the shy girl, right? Wherever I went. But after reaching a certain age and internet became a thing and when like you kind of start to read things and learn things, that's when I started to see the whole term introvert and extrovert like booming on the internet. Everyone's talking about it and that's when I was like, oh, I guess this means I'm an introvert. And it just kind of, for me, that was like an obvious uh, connection to make. but I don't know how right I was. I just kind of assumed that because I'm quiet, I'm an introvert. So then that started to merge into the way I perceived myself. So now in my head, I didn't look at myself as a shy person, but suddenly that changed into an introverted person. And I started to kind of associate myself to the term introvert. And then this week, when you and I were talking about um, having this topic, and I was like, okay, let me do some research on it. That's when I, when I was doing research on introversion, extroversion, that's when I'm like, wait, maybe I've been getting this whole thing wrong like maybe it's something got lost in translation like I read something when I was young and then flipped it in my head and assumed that this is what I was without really paying attention to if that was actually me and I started to realize that maybe I wasn't who I thought I was all these years of living and that created a lot of well for me for the past couple of days created a lot of confusion on like who am I like what is am I actually like what I thought I am all this time and yeah I guess that that was that's kind of what I wanted to begin with because I feel like setting the base is important before we kind of get into the whole nitty gritty of it. And just Mm -hmm. want to start off with the shaky base that I have on not knowing what (laughs) am I. So um how about you? Like what's your what's your take on yourself as a quiet kid or whatever?
1: Yeah, so a lot of the things that you mentioned I do see myself uh, dealing with that kind of a struggle Um, when I well as long as I can remember I've always been the shy kid I've even had uh, situations back in primary school where my teacher was like pushing me to talk more in class Mm -hmm. and to really like interact with others and I just didn't want to I was I wanted to be left alone if I didn't want to talk to them I didn't want to talk to them because when I do want to talk I do make the effort and you know, so it felt like them pushing me was uh, really making me go against my own character yeah. in a way. But yeah, all those like, teachers telling me that I was the shy kid kind of ingrained it into my behavior as i grew older and i've always been the quiet shy girl like all throughout my life mm-hmm. until i got to you know my like late uh, teens or early 20s i was like yeah no i am shy but that doesn't stop me from interacting with others and making more friends and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and kind of a bit like you said i also started to associate myself as an introvert at some point mm-hmm. Because that became a thing. Everyone mentioned it all over the place. It's like, oh, yeah, you're an introvert or you're an extrovert. But maybe I just didn't understand the actual definition of what an introvert or an extrovert Mm -hmm. is. So I just thought I was an introvert. But turns out I'm more of a mix between an introvert and an extrovert. Mm -hmm. Like I have my moments where I am an extroverted person. And I have my moments where I'm more introvert, Mm -hmm. you know. But in both cases, I would say uh, that I am shy. Mm -hmm. Like I admitted that I am shy, but not to the extent that my teachers made me think I was.. Yeah. <laughs> so that was um, my background. Yes. I, I have a question. Do you think that
0: mm-hmm. trying to maybe put a label to people's personality makes it even worse? Because I feel like, for me, it did, because being definitely told, like being uh, associated with you're shy, you never talk, uh, you don't socialize with people. The same issue when I was in elementary school, teachers would always try to push me to talk and complain to my parents during parents teacher interview that your daughter is not talking. She's not mingling with other kids Mm -hmm. and that kind of bullshit I grew up listening to. And then when you grow, you kind of hear the same thing when you kind of start working, right? People start to expect, oh, why are you not talking with your like colleagues as much why are you not being like a social butterfly and speaking with everyone and i feel like hearing that and also myself telling myself like oh i'm an introvert so it makes sense that i don't want to talk to people or like i'm shy mm-hmm. it makes sense that i act this way i feel like i put myself in a box myself so
1: i completely yeah. agree with that i feel like when other people's label you as shy or quiet Mm -hmm. they kind of create this box within which you're confined and it's really hard to get out of that yeah like whenever i went to a new school you know like when you finish elementary you go on to high school you have that feeling of oh um this is a new opportunity i can kind of redefine myself i don't have to be the shy kid Mm -hmm. but then there's that one person from your past that comes along and they're like oh yeah you know um, this person shy. She doesn't talk that much, so it's it's normal. Yeah. When they say that, it's like okay, I'm actually not able to let go of how I was before. Mm-hmm. Same thing for like the workplace. When I'm alone with my family or with my friends, I am not quiet. Like I like to talk. I like to have fun with them, you know. Uh, but at uh, in the workplace, when I you know like the first two days, you're like okay, these people don't know me at yeah. all. And then they kind of see that shy or quiet aspect at one point they get a glimpse of your behavior yeah. and then they mention it and you're like, oh shit, okay, they called out my bullshit or whatever. And you are kind of brought back into that box and it's really suffocating in a way because after that, when you try to break out of that mold, it seems very awkward and it's like, you're kind of scared that people will think you're faking it yeah. in a way, but it's like, no, trust me, I am like this. I can talk, I can make jokes or whatever. They just didn't have the opportunity to see me that way mm-hmm. because they didn't let give me a chance, you
0: know? That's true. And also another point that I want to bring up as you spoke about like the colleagues and how when they put you in a box, it's hard to come out of it. Like something that I experienced is in the beginning, it's normal that you're not suddenly going to go all, like social mode in a new workplace, uh-huh. right? And then like you said, they get a glimpse of your shyness. And then what happens is when you try to break when you try to break out of it, I feel like they kinda call you out on it. They're like, oh, so you so you can talk or like Yeah. They make those kinda comments that What's make up me with go that? Like, okay, so I guess if I talk they're gonna call me out on this shit. So I'm just not gonna talk. So you don't even I don't even have to be that center of attention when you walk into like Uh the cafeteria or something and you say something and suddenly they all look at you as, oh, so this girl can talk. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't do that because that makes me not want to talk now. And now I'm going to retract back to my shell and not come out because you guys Uh are not accepting me, like accepting me, like trying to open, open up without Uh making it a big deal.
1: Mm-hmm. And they make they always make it seem like we're the ones um, not making the effort. Yeah. Where when when in reality they don't realize that they also have a role to play in yeah. it. It's like when I'm talking, please be engaged or like listen to what I have to say. Because if when I'm I like in the rare moments that I do speak up or I want to talk, if I don't feel the engagement of the crowd or whatever, I will tend to shy back down after. Yeah. You know. But yeah it's uh, it's hard like it's really the whole box mentality yeah. you know they they shove you back in like r- repeatedly and it's get it gets tiring mm-hmm.
0: and something else that i just thought about right now that's kind of not blew my mind but that's kind of making me reconsider everything is that is i'm trying to rethink on if i was even shy to begin with or if it's because of the people that i was exposed to when i was young so for example like the first big group of people that I got uh, exposed to as a, as a young kid is when you first start going to school. And the kids in your class is the mm-hmm. first time you really get to interact with people outside of your family and family friends and such. Mm-hmm. And uh, because for me, elementary school was tough. And since I got in, I was subjected to bullying and everything right away. Mm. I feel like maybe if it wasn't for that and if the kids in my class were actually friendly with me, maybe I would have not been shy because my first step mm. into the real world wasn't me getting pushed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because the first step ended up being bad, I feel like maybe that's why I'm even the way I am right now because even the first exposure wasn't how it should have been for a kid. So now it's making me mm-hmm. think like, maybe it's not even me. Maybe it's because people were shitty. So it makes sense that yeah. you retract when people are shitty and then you continue retracting because you don't want that happening again. And then it becomes mm-hmm. like a pattern in your life as you grow older.
1: Yeah, I agree. And thinking back to my own experiences, my, I would say the way I got exposed to kids around here is when I came to Canada. I didn't live here before, so I didn't know the language. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know French because I went to school in French. Yeah. So obviously when you don't know the language you're kind of more reluctant to speak cuz you know you're kind of uh self-conscious about making mistakes mm-hmm. or not being able to convey your your thoughts and ideas. Yeah. So that might have been the starting point for me where I didn't talk because I I was having trouble with the language itself. Yeah. And now it's just grown into this uh bigger issue or not not really issue like I'm I'm Fine with it in a way. Like I, I am like it it is what it is, but it's just sucks that there's been this huge like snowball effect yeah. from that one starting yeah. point. You know?
0: Cause now when I think about it, I do feel like it's a snowball effect. Cause now I'm trying to imagine like an alternate yeah. reality where kids were friendly and people did come and talk to me and try to like engage with me the way the other kids did in the class with each other. Yeah. I feel like uh-huh. I would have been a completely different person, right? for sure yeah but as a kid when things um, get impressioned more quickly when you're still growing uh-huh. up it affects you even more deeper than as an adult and it really carries on it to does. the rest of your life and it now makes me think if all the other shy kids had a point where this all started and is that why Mm -hmm. they turned into this and the kids who associate themselves as like an extrovert I wonder like what both their points were when they started into the real world and how that affected them as they grew up because now I feel Mm -hmm. like even your point like it makes sense right if you don't know the language then of course you're not going to start having full-blown conversation with the kids around you like it's going to take some time Mm -hmm. and then the moment you kind of get used to being quiet, it's hard to suddenly be that girl to start talking and to be like, hey, now I can Mm -hmm. speak the language. So like, let's talk when everyone's just like, yeah, but you were quiet
1: this whole time. And then you kind of just go along with
0: it for your whole life. And it's hard to come back out of it.
1: Yeah. Wait, as you were talking, um, I even thought like, as you were talking about, you know, um, you wonder where the extroverts or the introverts kind of diverge. Mm -hmm. I even thought about like, shyness also becomes a habit Mm -hmm. to the shy people you know you you have that first instance and then you kind of repeat it a second time where you don't reach out to some person and then you're like oh this is this is kind of easy i'll just keep doing this Mm -hmm. and you get accustomed to it and you know how they say it's really hard to break out of habits it's kind of the same thing when people tell me i should talk more it's like no i'm not used to that i don't i don't know how it is to talk to like uh, an audience of like or like when i'm in a party like i don't know i can't um speak up in front of a, a huge group yeah. i'd rather do like a one-on-one when i'm in one-on-one situations mm-hmm. yes like i do initiate the conversations like i don't i don't feel shy in that regards but when it's in front of like more than two three people i'm like okay i don't want to be the center of attention i'll just retract to my old habits yeah. you know i yeah. feel like and speaking it's... of parties actually sorry yeah sorry yeah uh, we're
0: gonna say something Oh no! i was saying it's almost like when animals play dead when they see uh <laughs> <right> <laughs> i feel like that's kind of my mentality it's like when i feel like this might um i don't know like i'm scared <laughs> that this is gonna uh-huh. turn on me then you just stop talking and i guess that's maybe our way of playing dead <laughs> just be yeah. shy and not speak <laughs> and i'm thinking about that i'm like yeah i think this is like the human way of play dead so you don't get affected
1: <laughs> that is true because by being shy in a way you're also not exposing your vulnerable side to others, so it's just you you feel more protected yeah. and safe also. I realize how that can backfire in some situations, but hey that's uh, that's just how I we grew up, I guess yeah. but I wanted to talk to you because I mentioned parties. yeah uh, maybe we can talk about some struggles that we go through as uh, shy people, shy, quiet, introvert, whatever you want to call oh it.
0: The struggles <laughs> are endless, man. It's, it's
1: like every day, <laughs> <I> <laughs> every Yeah, day. but maybe the listener can relate yeah. to it and, you know, yeah. feel like they have a, a friend in us. I don't even so know where to start because yeah. it's like
0: in every single aspect of my life that it's been affecting me. Mm-hmm. Where should we start? Parties? Parties? Yeah. Just cuz just cuz I a mentioned little it. Of the worst one. So yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, I have I have something to say for parties. So I feel like mm. one of the biggest struggles when it comes to even being invited to a party is first of all figuring out who else is going. And I feel like oh, usually yeah. when someone goes like, "Hey, there's a party happening, like who's coming?" I'm there asking the full list like the full guest list, like who's going to be there? Who do I know? And then I'm going to have to hit up my (laughs) friends to make sure the close ones are also there. So like I have protection like right next to me. And it's a whole process. And I feel like it's never, okay, yeah, you know what? This sounds fun. I'm I'm, going to come without it being a whole inquiry session that lasts Mm -hmm. until you feel comfortable, you know, or until one of your close friends is also coming with you. And making sure that they're gonna stay with you like then you have to have a conversation with your friend like do you know anyone who's coming with me okay we're gonna stay together right like deal like we don't leave each other and all that has to happen before you go to that damn party <laughs> Oof. and then you go there and that you're still not exhausting. like enjoying 100 because you can't talk to like 90 percent of the people there you're shy like you yeah. go And i feel like this happens every time mostly with both of us before we go over like Yo, this time we're going to kill it. We're going to socialize. We're going to make friends. It's going to be great. We go there, just us both in the corner talking to each other.
1: And just being like, yo, shit, what do we
0: do? Like, what do we say? Well, that person is cool, but like, we don't want to go talk to them and stuff. And that's what ends up happening. And it's funny to talk about it, but it's actually really sad that something so simple as just going to a party and having fun is not so fun for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole process of it is just so stressful. But I yeah, know. how about how about
1: you? <laughs> <laughs> you pretty much summed up the entire yeah. thing. <laughs> I agree with every single point you mentioned. Yeah. And also, like, what, you know, for example, when I go to parties with you, for example, yeah. for sure, I would have the tendency to stick with you. Yeah. But I know that doesn't help me in any way. It doesn't help neither of yeah. us. We need to socialize and get out of the bubble. But I have my comfort point, which is you. So... It's like, how, I'd rather not. Yeah, you know. And when you don't know people, it's like, how do how do I lead? Mm-hmm. What's my What's my opener? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I that's suck true. At
0: that. That's true. And what if they don't even respond back? Right. Like,
1: what if they just? Like, uh huh.
0: Okay. Cool. And then what do you say?
1: Yeah, you're just there. Like, all right. Let me just retract Go back to, to my comfort to into my qu- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that sucks because because it's so uncomfortable. You tend to shy away from parties, mm-hmm. and then in the long run, you never get better at being a good party goer. Yeah, <laughs> it's just an,
0: an endless cycle.
1: Yeah,
0: like you become that person next to the snack bar section where you just like uh-huh. huh. snack on things, and you're like, hey, this this is fun, woohoo! Like
1: yeah, or you or you sip on something, you know, because it's like, yeah, I'm I'm drinking, I can't talk. That's true. Or, or you, you know, get like to my, my mouth is like full. you keep your hands
0: busy, because I feel like. Uh, I don't know if everyone can relate to this, but maybe it's when you're shy or maybe socially awkward or something, there's a problem with you don't know what to do with your hands. Well, I have that issue where I don't know what to do with my hands if I'm I'm standing, but holding onto something like maybe a drink, a water bottle, whatever it is, keeps my hand busy. So then I feel like this cup is protecting me from the rest of the room.
1: I couldn't agree (laughs) more. It's so real. It's such a real feeling. (laughs) or your phone you know you yeah. just pretend you have something you just check your emails but you pretend it's a notification <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like the inbox is empty nothing's coming
0: in but you're, you're just looking just at those like <laughs> weird promotion emails that you get from like random stores like, hmm. exactly <laughs> looking exactly. at it with concern, so no one is like judging you you just make it look like you're looking at something important and but it's actually yeah. like you just kind of like it's so important that you need to interrupt the party yeah. and just read it. It's terrible. It's terrible because because of this I can't even I haven't even been to this that many parties and when it, this is actually funny so uh funny exp- it was really funny it's funny slash sad so my last job interview um when i was talking to one of the managers at one point we realized we went to the same that he also went to the same like uh college and university as me but he's older but oh. he graduated from many like uh-huh. years ago
1: and we're okay. just talking
0: we're just trying to like you know uh, find things to relate about and we were just talking about things and then he was like uh uh, we're talking about college and then at one point he was just like yeah you know like all that partying and stuff you know you know how it is and i'm just like yeah <laughs> yeah totally bad parties shit." <laughs> but the reality is i don't think i've been to any parties in college been to none of those parties <laughs> like i left that interview being like oh shit man <laughs> like, oh, no, i hope he didn't oh, just no. realize by my face that i have no
1: i have no idea what he's talking w- about <laughs> It would have been worse if you if he went more into details and you're just there like yeah I I don't know what to say to yeah, that would have like, not been hired would have been like yeah <laughs> this girl probably
0: wouldn't survive but then they probably figured it out like 2 days after hiring me that <laughs>
1: you know <laughs> that you did not go to those parties this girl
0: actually didn't go to any of those parties
1: <laughs> But yeah
0: it's um, it's kind but, of a struggle when people talk about like partying and I I don't I can't relate. I'm just like, yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. really know. Like, I never really had the experience of partying. Because for me, partying is just... In my definition of partying, from what I'm capable of, I guess, or what I think I'm capable of, is just to, like, sit and talk with the people that I came
1: with. And that's it. Mm. There's nothing... Yeah. Nothing else. And that sucks because I can just do that in my own house or the friend's house. Like, why do I have to go to an external (laughs) third party's house to socialize with the people that I can do that with wherever,
0: anywhere else? Exactly. But at least the environment makes me feel like I'm socializing, even though I'm not. Just being in an environment where everyone else is like talking and the music is loud and you're in a party situation makes me feel uh-huh. like I'm also socializing even though I'm talking to the same damn person that I've been like that I talked to outside of the party or not,
1: you know? Yeah. But I also think it makes me feel lonely after cause I realize that I just missed out in a way. Mm, that's true. You know? That's true. Th- like in the moment it does give you that false sense of oh yeah like I, i'm a social yeah. bird, but then you're like yeah no maybe not it's it true. makes me sad it's true
0: i think it can go either way and yeah like you said there are situations where you're like where you see a group of people interacting and having fun and then you're just like a third person looking at it from the outside of the group and you're like oh i could have mm-hmm. been one of those people in that group having yeah. fun and doing whatever they were doing but because you know i i can't mm-hmm. bring yeah. myself up to do it then you just don't. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's also hard to kind of enter a group that's already in mid conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I don't want to feel like I'm interrupting them or something. That's true. So I just stay back. And also, like, you feel like maybe these people already
0: know each other for so many years and you uh-huh. don't want to be like that new person to come in and they all look at you like, oh, sorry, our group yeah. is already full. Like, we don't need more people coming in. <laughs> but in reality, it probably might not even be it. Maybe half the people they just met in the party, but they're just capable of like having conversation right away but mm-hmm. we just assume that these people knew each other forever and we don't want to go in there and interrupt or break in there mm-hmm. yeah. and we just don't do anything we just don't really even get to party or and people just look at and and the worst thing is when people try to push you in it's like oh why are you sitting there oh go chill yeah. with them like why are you doing this like oh they're doing this on that room like go in there because then it, I feel like I retract even more. Yeah. Because it's, it's just, it's once again that whole when people push you to do something and then you just go the opposite way. Mm. Yeah, I agree. But it's funny, we had so much to say about partying and we barely been to party. So imagine when we get into <laughs> topics where we actually struggle with on a daily basis. Oof,
1: oof, oof, oof. Oh, man. So how about school? How so, was school
0: for you? Let's let's go to the school topic.
1: School. Um, so I guess like friends in school is that what you? Oh, mean, just in general. Like
0: how did the fact that you were uh, shy or quiet affected you in school?
1: Okay. Um, so I what I would say is because I was shy, I didn't get to show my true or more f- on the fun personality, mm-hmm. let's say, to, to my schoolmates or school friends or just, you know, other people from school. So they always kind of assumed I was the quiet, smart mm-hmm. girl because apparently when you're shy and quiet, you're always in, like, deep reflections and you think hard yeah. and you're super smart. I don't know, man. What's, what's the logic behind that? Anyways, yeah. so as they started associating me as the shy, smart girl, mm-hmm. I started to use that as my identity. Yeah. And I've always used that as kind of a something to fall back on, mm. you know, because because I'm smart and I have to uh, always study, I'm always busy. I don't have time for you guys. I don't have time to show you my fun personality. Mm. So I think I fell back on that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I did have friends and I did like hang out with them, but in the end, like looking at it from, from, you know, the current perspective, it's like they didn't last at all. I don't have any friends from my past like like school history yeah. except one yeah. she she's a cool girl she's she's a cool yeah. but everyone else they're just i wouldn't even want to run into them right now yeah. cuz it just feels awkward cuz i know they associate me as this one character one yeah. in reality it's like i'm so much more than that and i've changed so mm-hmm. much so i don't want to revisit that part of my past yeah. you know how about you i feel like
0: i i can relate to what you said from around college i i was kind of like the quiet but they kind of assumed that i was smart but Mm -hmm. one of the problems but one of the biggest problems that i realized because of that is that people were stubborn to get you out of that box even when you tell them like no like it's not it like look at me as something different they go like no 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 like this is how you are you know
1: and yeah yeah yeah, it, yeah. i agree it's really
0: annoying because sometimes uh and most of the smart thing and that's what pissed me off because i wasn't even the person who got like a pluses and shit you know last time mm. i probably was one of those nerd kids was in high school college started and i was nowhere near that i was just mm. quiet you know i wouldn't even consider myself as like the smart student who got good grades i got like average grades i just kind of went through coll- college college like, just passing it, just kind of surviving my grades. And I remember mm-hmm. um, after college, I, when I got to university, I remember like I was struggling with uh, with my classes. I was struggling with what I wanted to do with, in life and with the program that I chose. And I bumped into this girl who I went to the same high school with, and she was also in some of my classes in college. She was really nice. Like we were, I, w- I wouldn't call, I don't know if we were friends, but more like buddies in a way, like she was my buddy in my class mm. and everything. And uh, she was like, oh, so, like, how's life going and everything? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm struggling uh, with some shit with class. Like, university is hard, man. And she's just like, no, like, you're smart. For sure you're not going through that. And just kind of uh, didn't, how do I say, like, took my issue and threw it in the trash. Because for her, it felt like that wasn't her reality of me. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it, but it's just... kind of de-validated what I'm going through. Yeah. And that pissed Uh me off because everyone just had a way of looking at me. They thought that I was just that quiet girl who does good and stuff. But in reality, when I'm really trying to tell her, like, yo, I'm actually struggling. And she wasn't able to accept that because I didn't fall into the box that she had me in. And I feel like that's also a struggle that I struggled with when
1: people, how do I say, they refused to get me out of that box. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they're more adamant about keeping you there than you are. Like It's like, even if you put the effort to not be shy and, you know, actually make an effort to be more social, Mm. they're like, yeah, no, this is too good to be true kind of thing. And they're like, yeah, no, go back. Yeah, go back to your yeah, It comes back to the box analogy that I mentioned earlier. Mm. Yeah,
0: that sucks. Yeah, so school was, I don't know, I guess school was just, it felt... Like in the moment, it felt like I was being social and everything because I was, you know, at a certain point, like making some new friends and everything. But like you said, those friends, I feel like I didn't make them myself. Those were just people that somehow, like I would say maybe those people made more effort than I did. It wasn't Mm. me seeking, um, like me being the social one to go up to someone and talk to them. It was more the other way Mm -hmm. around. And I was more like the passive receiver like of the friendship yeah yeah i get what you mean yeah so i didn't feel like i got to i was the one who went and walked up to someone and became friends with them right even when Mm -hmm. we were like in a group in university like i didn't come in and do anything it's just because i knew like one of the girls for many years since high school Uh and then i just kind of naturally merged into you guys because of someone that i already knew like it still started off with a comfort point but i don't think i i can't think of times where i made a friend without a comfort point next to me it always started from a person that i was close with and that's how i made the other friends
1: that is so true i'm just like thinking back to all my friends in my head and um, (laughs) i'm yeah even you and i we met through another friend (laughs) we yeah
0: oh wow I can only think of one yeah, friend like, that I have that I made on my own that had nothing uh-huh. to do with other people but every single other person was through someone else.
1: Mhm. I can think of one friend that's like that too. Mm-hmm. Well maybe yeah. Yeah, everyone else it was just due to like circumstances and we were kind of like forced to be- well because of circumstances you kind of increase the exposure between yeah. you two and you eventually naturally assume your friends and it just kind of stays mm-hmm. that way but yeah there's nothing where i i went out of my way to go talk to a person and like befriended them mm-hmm. yeah unless i'm wrong unless you're my friend so friend out there yeah. uh if you're listening to this and you think i made the effort to befriend you let me know maybe i'm forgetting yeah maybe I'm stupid. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't mean to offend you but i just can't think of anything th- like that but I feel like, but even like, for
0: example, like I know between us, like I did, I do remember times where you, where you did hit me up and everything, but I feel like that's also because it still came, comes back to the point of comfort because we had a mutual friend. Yeah. And because yeah, you've seen me with her and everything, or we have interacted with each, with each other as a group in school, mm-hmm. it helped you out to make that reach out to me. But let's just yeah, say, like, I definitely. was not connected to that friend, and I was just this girl that we went to the same school with, or ate in mm-hmm. at the same like cafeteria. Would you have like you know reached out to me that way? No. Yeah,
1: I would have wanted to befriend yeah. you, but I wouldn't have made the effort, mm-hmm. you know. And it it sucks. When, like if we think about that um, parallel universe. Mm-hmm. Where we're not friends, it's like, whoa, what? Yeah. Like, what, what, what would I be doing with my life right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true because it also comes down to um,
0: because we, we don't really go out of the way to go make friends. Not because we're cocky and we don't want to go make friends. Mm-hmm. Because we, we're shy and we struggle to go make that conversation. Um, yeah. The amount of friends we, we do end up having is much less. Because we're just relying on other people to reach out to us. Because there are some people that I wish they were my friend. Like people that maybe I worked with in the same groups. That we were all kind of forced to be in the same groups in like school. And then I remember like Uh some of the people that I'm like, man, I really want to be friends with her. Like she seems really cool. Like I wish like we can talk more. But I'm shy to send that message. Like, hey, you want to hang out or something? Because you don't want to seem creepy. Like you don't want to think that. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I don't know. You don't want them to assume shit. So then... I'm like, okay, maybe if this person like hits me up, then we can be friends. But if not, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to. So already you're reducing the chances of having more friends, of expanding your friend circle. And as you grow, it's normal to grow out of some of the friends you had. And then at a Mm -hmm. certain point in life when you don't have that many opportunities to make any friends, you only end up with a handful of friends or even less and I feel like that's Mm -hmm. what happened to me it's just because how do I say like the equation wasn't maybe in equilibrium I guess if you think about it like the people that were coming to me wasn't equivalent to the people that I was going for to make friends and when the people that I did have as friends started to kind of go away due to Mm -hmm. you know we all grow and we don't always want to be friends with everyone we used to be friends with then you only end up with the some people that actually are there for you and because mm-hmm. I still don't go out to try to make friends then it's just nothing is happening I'm yeah. still stuck with the same amount of friends that I have now which is very low right I remember yeah. like a couple of years ago I was able to like you know count my count the number of friends I had like with two hands you know now it yeah. just went down with, like, one, one hand, hand. <laughs> You can even cut off a couple of fingers and I'll still be
1: able to count <laughs> the number of uh-huh. friends
0: I have. <laughs> uh, that, is, that can really drastically affect your life when you want to do fun things. Sometimes I just want to yeah. do something fun and hit up friends. And I'm like, oh, what friends
1: <laughs> am I hitting up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in a way, you're also kind of missing out on opportunities, not even just for fun stuff. Mm. Like, for example, this podcast. Yeah. If we hadn't been friends, I don't think I would have ever kind of been led to this point of reaching out and like making an effort into making a podcast. Same thing like that. Maybe if you had befriended this person X, Mm -hmm. like you might have been working on some cool other project too. We we never know. And that kind of sucks. It's like a missed, like I said, just missed opportunity. It's true.
0: That's actually true. I never thought about it that way. That you are missing so many types of opportunities and not just opportunities, but experiences. Because I feel like yeah, due to yeah. some experiences, friends, I feel like that's I experienced the things that I would have not experienced with uh, my other type of friends.
1: You know? Yeah, exactly. Like maybe this one friend that you could have befriended, mm-hmm. or this potential friend, let yeah. me say, um, maybe they're like a, I don't know, like a really big travel enthusiast. Yeah. And eventually she convinces you to go to this country where you wouldn't have wanted to or mm-hmm. never went there. Yeah. You know, and maybe after that experience, you're like completely in love with that country yeah. and you move to that country. Yeah. And it's just like a, a lot of snowballing effect that you missed out on because you couldn't make the first move true. because you were too shy.
0: And the and the part that's annoying the most is that we know all this, but we're still not able to. Like, how do I say like these are all like motivational shit right now, right? What we're saying. Yeah, but for sure. But even for sure. us knowing all this, it's still... Like if tomorrow, I mean, I can't because uh, we're stuck at home, but let's just say like tomorrow, right? Everything opens up and now we're able to like go out and meet people. And I see someone that I potentially want to be friends with. Am I actually really going to go up to them and start a conversation? No, hmm. because it's been so many years of doing this thing, of being the way yeah. I am, that even acknowledging how much this is affecting my life is not going to help me rewind yeah. or like, it, you know, undo
1: the damage. Uh-huh. It really does feel like a mental block, mm-hmm. you know. It's like it's like when you have um, a word at the tip of your tongue, but yeah. you you're not finding yeah. it. It's like you're z- so close to like making that move, but you go and try to make it, and it's like okay, no, retract, retract, yeah. retract. It's uh,
0: it's tough. It's tough, man. Like it's really tough, I find. Yeah. And and it's more annoying when people kind of. Make you feel bad about it, yeah. and they kind of think that there's something wrong with you because you're not, you know, going out a lot, and you're not doing what other people your age are doing, mm-hmm. and it sucks because we hear a lot more about the people who are going out because they talk about it more, because they talk to a lot yeah. more people, but you rarely hear about the people who are struggle with this because obviously they they don't want to talk, they don't, you talk, know, they don't want yeah. to talk to many people, so. Because you hear about one type of people the most, you're put into more of a pressure to be that way. And then that leads Mm -hmm. to a lot of like, like you said, like a mental block or even feeling of like, I'm not enough and
1: something's wrong with me. Because eventually you also start to feel like you're a boring person. Mm -hmm. And that's a common misconception that apparently shy and quiet or introvert people are boring and they're lame they have no lives but excuse me (laughs) i can entertain myself i have a life i have an actual personality that i enjoy Mm -hmm. so why do you think that i'm boring or lame or whatever Mm -hmm. just because i don't talk about it you know if i did talk about it you'd be pretty damn impressed you'd be want to be my friend (laughs) (laughs) no
0: seriously like it kind of sucks because you're like man i can if i if i can only open my mouth and say what i actually want to say things would be so mm-hmm. much different but yeah like and it also doesn't help when there's all these kind of uh labels like how i started off like shy and then there's introvert and then there's social anxiety so like i didn't even cuz you know how the word anxiety and social anxiety gets thrown thrown around as if it's a normal mm-hmm. word like people don't use it as a as a medical condition normally when we talk yeah. about it. like yo my social anxiety kicked in but uh, yeah. like 99% of the people don't really mean it when they say it and that's how I use yeah. the word throughout my life like not in a mm-hmm. serious way I just kind of like yo like my social yeah. anxiety like popped in when this this happened but then yeah it was only this year that I started to think that this was actually an issue when I started to look back at certain extremes of how my mm-hmm. shyness was and it wasn't mm-hmm. normal. Because I feel like for shy people, so I try to do some research on what's even the difference between like being shy and being like socially anxious. It, it didn't really have a clear line, but all it said, it depends on like mm-hmm. the extremities that if you're shy, like apparently a shy person, it, it's just it doesn't last that long right like it's just until they talk to talk to the people maybe it'll take a couple of days and after that they're kind of okay or Mm -hmm. it's that it doesn't affect them as much like they don't get like visceral reactions to the situation (laughs) okay right but let's just say that you feel like you're gonna puke that you're gonna shit yourself and you feel like you know you are physically reacting to it then Uh it's probably more than you're they're just shy and that's when i realized okay. that maybe i'm not just a shy person like maybe this is something deeper than what i think right because there are times where it's not just like a little bit of nervousness but it's like a full-on i'm um, i'm shaking you know like i can't i can't like i get like a shortness of breath like i can't breathe properly because i'm super nervous i feel like i'm gonna like shake mm-hmm. myself feel like i want to puke you know it's just mm-hmm. that's when i started realizing that maybe it's not just shy like maybe there's something deeper that i'm not looking into and maybe a lot of other people are actually are actually not looking into until they need to stop and be like hey is this a bigger issue or is it not
1: Hmm. so speaking of those moments where you get those kinds of extreme reactions Mm -hmm. what what kind of situations are they is it when you have to kind of go out in public and you have to talk to strangers or is it in those like um socializing like um, environment. usually
0: whenever this usually happens whenever I don't have that comfort point of a person next to me so for example like one okay. of the examples that I can say that I found was extreme only after thinking about it was how I mean we already spoke about it was when I joined the new company that I worked for before as an intern and uh-huh. how yeah. when like the first time obviously I tried to eat lunch with everyone because you know you don't want to be that uh, like you want to try to socialize right so i remember yeah. like going going in there and sitting with everyone i remember starting to get those kind of reactions i guess like i really couldn't like those physical reactions yeah sh- yeah stuff? but obviously people around me won't be able to tell but i know what i'm going through right yeah, like your yeah. stomach is not oh. feeling good like you're just like you're just feeling super nervous right and um, okay and then i realized to what extent it was bad that I stopped eating um, lunch with people and I would have to time my lunch time in a way that when I have to go down to heat my food up, that no one's going to be in the kitchen. Like I didn't even want to. It's not even about eating with them, but I didn't even want to be in the same room with them. So I realized how mm-hmm. much of an extreme that was because I get it. Maybe if I was just shy, I might have been like, OK, you know mm-hmm. what, I'll just eat like after everyone eats but the fact that i didn't even want to go down to heat up my food and come back up to my desk when there's people there that's when i realized okay this is more than just shyness that i'm literally timing my lunch time i'm changing the way that like i'm ignoring my hunger cues or whatever changing my lifestyle i guess or what i should be doing Uh just because of other people so i would literally have to so it took me a couple of days to figure out the pattern of the people in my office and to see like what time they go what time like what time what kind of groups like go to the kitchen and after i figured it out i try i started to kind of have my own pattern where i find that time range where no one is there i like go quick and the moment i hear footsteps coming in i get (gasps) super nervous i'm just like get me out of here like i wish there's a place to hide that i can just take my food and run up to my seat and Uh uh-huh that's when I started to, real, I think after I started to really get into like the work field that I started to realize that this is more than what I thought it is, that uh-huh. I'm not even able to do something that I need to do. I remember one of the, mm-hmm. one day I was, um, usually I, just like heating up food, I make sure that my water bottle is always filled. So I go and fill it up during that time range. And I think at mm-hmm. one point I probably didn't pay attention and I missed that time to go oh, fill it up no. and it, uh, I had no water left.
1: And I was so And you didn't thirsty. go you didn't go back uh, to fill it up at all uh, During this so
0: t- people started to go in the kitchen and I hear the noise I didn't want to So I waited for so long for them to leave and my tongue is dry Like you know that SpongeBob episode oh. where SpongeBob is in Sandy's like <laughs> cage cage, or cave, or whatever, and he can't. He's like,
1: Water, sure,
0: yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was dying, like, I, it's as if I was dehydrated to another level. But even then, I was like, I can't go, like, I can't walk in front of those people and go get water because I couldn't. And thank God, I guess I found a little bit of courage in me because I really thought I was gonna pass out, I really needed water. And then I'm like, you know what, screw it. And I went down, I remember even before I opened the door, like, I had to just breathe a couple of times and then i opened and i went and i try to get it as done as fast as i can the moment i got into my desk and sat on my chair that's when i'm like okay i'm safe don't worry like relax yeah water like just do your work and get the hell out of here just go home and it's fine and I, that's when i realized that this is not just shyness like this is a a different thing and maybe and i don't know what it is uh, i never really like went to a, like a therapist to, to talk about it or anything i probably should but that's when I realized that maybe other people are probably going through it and just assuming that they're just shy and maybe it's not just shyness, mm-hmm. maybe it's something much bigger that they need to pay attention to. Mhm.
1: Like I know you've talked to me about these situations about, you know, like uh about having like these social issues uh, at mm-hmm. work. But hearing you uh, say it out loud again with even more details is like uh shocking and kind of heartbreaking mm-hmm. cuz I don't go through as all like through all of the details, like you said i I consider myself a shy person, mm-hmm. but I can handle um those situations mm-hmm. where you know like if there's if I really have to do it, I will do it. I wouldn't give a shit yeah. like I'll be like I'll own it and go do yeah. it. but man, I can't imagine.
0: oh yeah, so I guess like that's kind of a difference when you can tell between a shy person and someone who might have social anxiety. And that's Uh the line that we can draw. So maybe like you're more just like a shy person. And I go more into like the extreme uh, side where I might have social Uh anxiety. I mean, I don't don't like to say that I do because I'm not diagnosed and I don't want to like go around saying (laughs) shit that's not accurate. But from what Uh I experience, I feel like I might, it's a safe assumption to make. But it's something that obviously I have to get it checked out. But until then, I feel like it makes sense for me because i don't think shy people get these kind of like visceral reactions to shit for something that you shouldn't be reacting to that much like just go get the damn water it's not a big deal you know like i don't Mm -hmm. think a shy person has to go through that much of a hell to do something very simple but yeah yeah, i feel like maybe that's where you draw the line and try to figure out what you are
1: Mm -hmm. i feel like also my shyness has uh it has like a range Mm -hmm. Uh, do you feel that like if I have to interact with people my age or yeah. um, like or young a, a bit young, okay, I would say the range of <laughs> discomfort or uh, discomfort on uh, yeah discomfort is like early teens, yeah, all the way up to like maybe like forties, and after that and before that, I'm fully comfortable. I can hit up like a stranger, I can make small talk with them, and be completely confident when I do yeah. that. But within that range I don't know what why maybe it's the fact that they have similar minds to Mm -hmm. me and I have to I have this weird pressure of impress of wanting to impress them in a way maybe I don't know what it is but I get extra shy when it's those people yeah I can
0: relate to that because I feel like I'm a little less shy when it comes to older people because I Uh feel like they usually kind of because you're young I feel like they kind of take you in and they're Yeah. They don't look at you as like an equal, but they kind of take you in as like a I don't know, kind of the way like a like a mama bear takes their like a little cub. Yeah. And they make the uh-huh. effort to make the conversations when they're older because they look at you as like a young person and they make that effort that I feel kind of protected and I don't feel as nervous around older people, mm-hmm. but also depends what kind of older people too.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> the friendly looking older people. Yeah, so like yeah, like if they're friendly and the
0: kind of people that are approachable looking, then yes. And also I'm less nervous around girls. But if it's male, yeah, so definitely forget it, I I I won't be uh-huh. able to like It's a whole new different reaction for me compared to like yeah. a room full of girls.
1: Then I'll feel like okay, yeah. this is a bit better. Cuz in a way you kind of know how their minds work yeah. and you also feel less um judged by girls in a way yeah not 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 maybe judged is not the right word um but it's just like you it, there's not a, as much at stake <laughs> that's true too because even though like it's true girls probably do judge girls the most it's kind of like i
0: don't really uh-huh. care if they do if it's a girl
1: yeah exactly but when but when a guy judges you it's like oh okay um I don't I don't want to be judged like that yeah, <laughs> so I, I'd rather not you. it's different and I feel like yeah. with the girl it's also you kind
0: of know what kind of small talk to do with the girl
1: oh yeah they're more relatable yeah
0: but with the guy like mm-hmm. I don't know what to talk to them about like I don't know what they mm-hmm. like I don't know what kind of shit is normal to bring up with a guy and uh-huh. I'm not able to and that's something that yeah. I still struggle with. Like, I cannot talk to a guy. <laughs> like, I just can't.
1: <laughs> it's funny because sometimes I even, like, look up conversation starters. <laughs> but that doesn't help. Because yeah. in the moment, I blank out and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> was uh, all those hours of research so gone to waste. waste? Yeah. <laughs> Though it's terrible. Like, it's just. Yeah. So it's like you said. Yeah, it does.
0: It, it It greatly relies on who am I trying to socialize with, you know? Yeah. You know what's weird, though? So before this job, I worked in retail, right? And that Uh means I had to talk to people like 24-7 because I worked at a store and I'm always having customers. And weirdly, I I had no social anxiety or whatever the hell it was there because except for the first day, of course, like I was a bit nervous. But even then, I feel like I wasn't nervous at all just because i feel like it was um how do i say overload of sensory overload maybe there's so much okay. people coming your way like you don't really care huh. but i'm
1: not actually no it's i have another hypothesis yeah. actually maybe because you're working as retail you're the one helping them mm, that's true right yeah. so maybe it's A feeling of, okay, um, I need to help this person and I have the upper hand. So let me make the effort. Whereas if it's like a a normal day where you're just out and about, if that same person was coming your way, you're more on an equal... um, Playing uh, field
0: type of thing. Playing field,
1: yeah. So you wouldn't make that effort. You don't have that sense of duty (laughs) that you felt uh, in the shop. And
0: also another thing uh, that kind of goes with that, it's when you're working as you know a salesperson or whatever like in a social job you're out of that box that box they take oh, that box yeah, yeah, away yeah, from that you too. so no one's there to be like oh you're shy you're that you're this it's like you finally get to it's like playing a role of another character and yeah. I get to do things that I would never do as a normal human being like suddenly the mask mm-hmm. gets off I get to step out of that box. And I get to go annoy people and say hi to them. And I get to go make the first <laughs> move. And it's because I also feel like a sense of this is my store. So yeah. I get to control you and you don't get to control me. Right? Like I have mm-hmm. the rights to roast you if you do something wrong in my store. But you can't do that to yeah. me without me saying something bad uh-huh. to you in a store.
1: It's like, and I don't have that like authority you have in your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like in that store setting you kind of have a backup to protect you yeah. and that's the issue we have in usual settings right you feel vulnerable and unprotected so you that's stay in true. your comfort zone but here you have a backup yeah. so why wouldn't you be social exactly
0: like i know that yeah. if i was like a manager or someone screw that i would be going getting my water like whenever i want so at that point exactly. i feel like no one can oh, make a yeah. comment ad- out of me like no one can Mm -hmm. be like oh look who's here or whatever so if I was a manager or someone from like with a higher authority somewhere I don't see myself Mm. having these issues because at that point I know like their shit is in my hands and you can't come say shit Mm -hmm. to me without it backfiring (laughs) on you and that gives me like an upper hand feeling of you can't mess with me the way you would if I wasn't someone of authority but yeah that kind of sucks too
1: (laughs) but yeah. yeah it really does uh, we can keep going with all these struggles as shy. I feel like we, we just scratched in, the surface. surface. We, and we, we really we. did. There's so much more yeah. to explore. But we're running out of time. We are. It's,
0: maybe we'll do like a part two sometime. If you guys Definitely. want. Definitely we should. Let us know. Let us know if you guys actually want a part two. Because we have so much more to say. Like so much struggles mm-hmm. to share with you guys. And maybe you guys yeah. can share your struggles with us. And we can talk about it more in another episode.
1: Yeah. Like, if we can relate to those struggles as well, like, why not? Like, today, it's crazy. We just talked about parties and what's cool and strangers, right? But there's so so much more. more We really didn't go into
0: the things that we wanted to go into at all.
1: Yeah. But, oh, well. So, uh, are we done digging? Uh, No, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) For today, we are. (laughs) For today, we are, I guess. Um, Yeah all right so diggers we'll pass you the shovel for now and you guys can continue digging
0: give back the shovel to us in a couple of weeks so we can continue digging the same topic again hopefully all right see you next week Bye.